This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. How gorgeous is that Key West, the fool I am. Um, I've been asking you for your opinions on a message we got in from a listener who was out walking their dog and a lady approached and asked if she could pet the dog and gave the dog a treat, kind of sneakily, the listener said. And the listener was like, look, you're not to give food to other people's dogs. You need to ask first. My dog's on a really strict diet. And the lady was like, listen, it's just a biscuit. Relax, relax yourself. But our listener is really annoyed. And she's like, look, for all I could have known, that could have been poison. It could have been something that my dog's allergic to. I'm not precious about it. It's on a strict diet. I'd like to know, because people are really divided on this, some of the messages that are coming in so far. Was it an overreaction? Or do you think it's completely fair enough? Like, you wouldn't give someone's kid something without asking the parent first. Why is a dog any different? I know from speaking to some of you, you know, how important your pets are to you. I'm on 087-711-1038. Let me know your thoughts. Joining me on the line now is Gillian Bird from the DSPCA. Hi, Gillian. Hi, yeah, how are you? Good, thank you. And always great to have you, Gillian. Thank you. Um, when approaching someone else's dog, Gillian, what is, a, what is correct behaviour? Well, you should always ask, and we say this to the kids all the time, you should always ask the owner, can you pet the dog? Is it okay to pet the dog? And it's not just a question of, hi, can I pet your dog? You've also got to make sure that you check is it where where can I pet the dog? Is it okay to pet the dog on the head? Does the dog have delicate ears, sensitive ears? You know, is the dog thing? And the other thing to important thing to remember is you've got to ask the dog because a lot of people will turn around to an owner and say, hi, can I pet your dog? And they'll say, yeah, sure, no problem. Pat him on the head. And then the hand reaches down to pet the dog and the dog's busy staring at a squirrel up the tree, gets an awful fright because somebody all of a sudden is petting it and it can lead to problems. So absolutely, you've got to approach the owner and the dog before you start talking to them. And it's a really simple thing and people think you're mad, but you just turn around and you say, hi, doggy, how are you? What's your name? Oh, you're a lovely dog. Can I pet you? And then you let the dog sniff you and then you can pet them. But you do have to be very conscious that the dog may not be familiar with you, may not like being petted and may not like being petted in certain ways. Yeah, I have a friend whose dog is quite nervous, uh, particularly with men. And so my friend will always say that, look, look, she's a bit nervy. Just give her a second to give you a sniff or whatever. And then mm. usually she's fine after a minute or two. And I think this is something that dog people get. And chances are, if you're approaching a dog asking, can you pet it? You're a dog person too. And Absolutely, so, yeah. sometimes it's a bit uncomfortable. I am this person, Gillian. I'll approach um, and a, a person and say, can I pet your dog? I approach the dog, pet the dog. And then sometimes linger a bit too long. Like... How, how long is comfortable to be slightly stalking the dog? Yeah. yeah, I know. But I mean, you know, all of us dog lovers, dog owners, we're all also, you know, very, very, we should be aware of the fact that the way we pet our dog or a dog we're familiar with may not be something that the dog you're petting is familiar with. Like, for example, I love dog's ears, big, waggly, awful, dangly ears. I love them. And of course, your attitude is to kind of go along and give it a good old squiggle and, and pet the ear. But of course, some dogs don't like that. And then what can happen is the dog can give out a little yelp and you're like, oh, I'm gone. Sorry, did I hurt you? This sort of thing. So we just have to be careful and remember that when we are reaching out to pet a dog, it's not our dog. It's it's a another dog. It's a bit like turning around and saying, well, you're not necessarily going to walk up to a stranger and give them a hug. It's it's a personal space thing. It's something we have to be aware of. This is not just a dog, but this is a individual. This dog has its individual likes and dislikes and we can't just approach it as if it is our dog or a dog we're very familiar with. What are your thoughts on um, this person giving the dog a treat? Kind of sneakily, Gillian. 
I'm quite shocked by that because um, I, I, you know, I, I've seen it many times. Somebody will come along and they say, "Oh, can I pet your dog? Oh, I have a treat in my pocket. Can I give him a treat?" And and I, it just shocks me that somebody would automatically give a treat. It'd be a bit like somebody walking up to me and just handing my child a sweet without asking my opinion of it. I, I think it's very bad, and I can see it wasn't done in any sort of malicious way or anything like that. But no, definitely not. Not a good thing to do. You should always ask because. As we say, the dog could be on a special diet. Maybe the owner doesn't like the dog getting tidbits. Maybe the dog has to do a trick or sit or, or behave itself. Maybe the dog snaps when somebody tries to give it food. So you're, you're into all sorts of things here. You know, mm. I mean, what would happen if that person had sneakily, as she had done, give the dog the treat? The dog, seeing the food, immediately lunges, grabs the food out of the person's hand, and the person goes, oh, my God, you bit me. Yeah. So, you know, absolutely no. No, 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 never. I mean, you know, it's it's a very personal thing. The treats you might carry around in your pocket may not be something that the visiting dog owner wants to give to their dog. So, no, definitely not. A few people have commented on the email on the Spin 103 Facebook page saying, look, it's a bit extreme. Like, Because our listener was like, you know, it could have been poison. But people poison dogs, Gillian. You know, that's absolutely. really scary. Absolutely, it could be. And look, it doesn't have to be poison, but I mean, you know, somebody coming along and they say, oh, I'm going to give this dog a treat. You don't know what they're giving them. It could be a piece of cheese. It could be a piece of chocolate. It could be some dog treat that you know is going to make your dog awfully smelly all the rest of the afternoon. So no, absolutely not. And I mean, you know, generally, I, I hate it in my office now. We, we all in our offices here, we all have stair gates in our, our doorways, keep our dogs in, keep other dogs out. And basically, people will often come along and say, oh, I'm going to pet your dog. Can I give him a treat? And you're like, yeah, I'd rather you didn't because he's not smelly today and I'd like to keep him that yeah. way. <laughs> you know, that's the way. I mean, I'm, I'm sharing an office with my dog. I'm sharing the car with my dog. He's, he's in my living room in the evenings. I really don't want a dog that's making really bad smells that I'm sitting there like going, oh, my God. Oh, what did he eat today? And some of the dog treats will do that to the dogs. So I don't think it's an extreme thing. And I do think it's a common courtesy thing. You should always ask before you do anything. I mean, you're not going to give a, a child a lollipop without asking the parents. At least you shouldn't. You know, you're not yeah. going to hand them a, a packet of crisps because maybe, maybe the child is lactose intolerant. Maybe they've got an allergy. Maybe there's something. And, and dogs do have allergies. So I, I don't think she reacted badly. And by the sound of the reaction of the person when she pulled them up on it, it didn't sound great. It sounded yeah. a, bit, a bit, yeah. So, you know, no, no. Generally, as a rule, always ask the owner first. Gillian, always great to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Take care. That's Gillian Bird there from the DSPCA. So much um, information available on their website. Um, and Gillian, just a world of knowledge when it comes to dogs. And, you know, I do, I really feel for this pet owner because I feel like it's something that people don't take seriously. And I'm really glad to hear Gillian use the example of, you know, you wouldn't give someone's child a sweet without asking the parent first because I feel like sometimes parents get their back up and are like, it's not the same thing. It's a dog and children are different. Of course they are. But for dog owners, our dogs are our babies. And, you know, it is, it's just not right to do that. Dave disagrees though and says, to be honest, this sounds like an overreaction. I have a dog and lots of owners down in the dog park have treats for their dogs. Occasionally they might give one to my dog. Sometimes they ask before, sometimes they don't. My dog is only delighted. Even if your dog is on a strict diet or has allergies, most likely one little treat isn't going to do much harm or damage. You also have to ask why your dog is on a strict diet, most likely because they are a breed that is inbred or prone to lots of health problems. In my opinion, these breeds should no longer be bred. Okay, so if your dog has an issue with treats, there's a wider issue. 
what do you think? 087-711-1038. A listener got in touch to say that they'd been walking their dog and a lady approached and asked, could she pet the dog? Which is good. We spoke to Gillian Bird from the DSPCA there. Excuse me, who said that, you know, you should always ask. Do people always ask, can they pet your dog? Or sometimes do they just start petting your dog? Does it annoy you? Well, what happened was, this listener said yes, but the lady gave the dog a treat, kind of sneakily put it in the dog's mouth. And the listener got really angry and was like, look, you can't do that. Um, And the woman was like, here, listen, it's just a biscuit, relax. But our our listener was like, no, my dog's on a strict diet. You know, I don't know who she is, but I don't want other people giving my dog treats. Is that something that has happened to you? Would it annoy you? Let me know. Fiona says, I would be very angry. Some people are unaware of some of the foods that are toxic to dogs, uh, like chocolate, raisins, grapes, avocado, can potentially kill dogs if left untreated. If dogs have certain medical conditions, a change in diet could be bad for their health. If family or friends are in my home, I insist no human foods. And if they're adamant on feeding the dogs, I give them dog treats to use. Why would they be adamant on feeding your dog? If you say no, you say no. Like, they're your rules in your house, your dog. And yeah, there is a huge list of food that uh, different foods that are toxic to dogs and I think unless you have a dog you're probably not as aware of some of them I think we all know about chocolate and a lot of people feel oh it has to be a huge amount of chocolate not necessarily the case if it's dark chocolate can do damage particularly if it's a smaller dog Uh, a friend of mine's um, dog recently ate a lot of dark chocolate and he is a very small dog thankfully Buster pulled through. He's okay. But raisins and grapes, and there are things that can easily fall on the ground. You've got to be so careful. Um, But if people approach your dog and either give them treats or pet them without asking you first, is it something that you have an issue with? Have you called people out on it? RD says, tell them to get the hell away from your fur baby. My dog is the same. The neighbour gave him half a sweet cake and his dog is so unhealthy they feed him everything. Stand up for it and don't take it. Yeah, I think there definitely is, um, you know, that kind of older generation that just don't get how ridiculous some of us are about our dogs and the kind of diets they're on and the way they're fed. But look, you should just respect it. I'm sure it's like the older generation think we're ridiculous the way we parent kids now and this helicopter parenting. They're like, ah, it's grand. Give them a sweet. Gillian used the same example. Like you wouldn't give another person's child a sweet. So why would you give their dog something without asking them. I'm not saying dogs and children are the same thing. Calm yourselves. But I am like, you know, it's just, it's, it's just not something you do. I don't know. Maybe you think I'm being ridiculous. I'm on 87 1038 Catherine is on the line. Hi, Catherine. Yeah, g'day. Hi. Oh, hello, Catherine. Where are you from? New Zealand. Ah, oh, good to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks, Dallas. Uh, Catherine, you um, have a dog? Yeah. Okay. Maisie. Maisie. And do people approach Maisie? All the time, because she's a sausage dog, you know, like cute. Cute. You know, and uh, especially little kids, like toddlers and loads of people approach her, you know. And um, sausage dogs are normally very sort of friendly and everything else. Now, she is friendly, but she is terrified of toddlers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. She doesn't like toddlers. Why not? No, like... Well, that's because when she was a puppy, and good thing to remember, you've got a puppy, never leave them unattended with a young child, or probably anyone, you know, uh, uh, when they're very young. Because um, my friend's child, who was only young, she was probably only about 15 months, you know, we called her sort of pulling her ears and kicking her. 
we were like, hold on, hold on, you know. <laughs> well, not viciously, she's only small, you know, but obviously she hurt Maisie, and we had to explain to her, look, you know, whatever. And I didn't realise the impact until about a year later. And um, I was standing watching rugby, and I had her next to me, and a toddler came up, and I didn't see the toddler. You know, I, I didn't even know there was that sort of problem anyway. I'd always be wary with young children and dogs anyway, but came up and she turned around and she bit the child. Uh-oh. God, it was, well, I was very, very lucky how the, the um, lady was very understanding in that. I mean, the toddler sort of got away from her. It was a horrible experience, though, you know. So now I have to, you know, mind her all the time, never have my eyes off her if I'm out in public because, yeah. you know, she's terrified of them. And, like, so cute. And they're such a popular breed. Uh, friends of mine were only talking recently that they'd love to get one. So uh, you're the great dogs. When, and they're good. I'm sure they are good with kids, but you can understand Maisie's had a traumatic experience. Yeah. When yeah, kids well, start coming her direction, what do you say? Well, I actually just had it on, on the pitch the other day when I was walking around. There was a man who had about six kids playing soccer, and some of them were quite little. And uh, I said, oh, hold on now. <laughs> Hold on, she's terrified of those little children. So yeah. I sort of held her by the collar. But, it, you know, he still wanted to sort of see if the kids could pet her. And I'm like, Rrr. anyway, I just sort of held her quite tight. And it was in between the net of the GAA. <laughs> anyway, it was all a bit nerve-wracking for me, you know. Um, but she was all right with them. But I tell you, I, I wouldn't trust her, you know. No. Um, and it's just, you definitely can't be approaching someone else's dog. You, no. don't, you don't have a big or small. And although she's nice, by crikey dick, we've got big teeth. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. And like, you were really lucky with the, with the toddler that she bit that the owner was, or not the owner, sorry, the parent oh, yeah. <laughs> was yeah. understanding. But, um, but you know, like Catherine, that could have gone really bad. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. She drew blood. Oh, Jesus. You know, it was really bad. I mean, I really, was, you know, God, it was a shocking experience. But, you know, one for the child, two for, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. So you've just got to be so careful when you, you know, when you've got them as very young. But you know, also people coming up to dogs, it's just you shouldn't do it. No, they have feelings. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I always make them put their hand down so she can smell the hand. Yes. You know, not put their hand above her because they can always get a bit nervous about that too. You know. Yeah, Catherine, but, uh, you know. lovely to speak to you. Myself and Rachel could listen to you all day. We love your accent. <laughs> Uh, listen, I've been here 13 years. You'd think I could dump it at this stage. It is such a strong Kiwi bloody. accent, Catherine. Oh, my Cheers. God. Thanks, thanks a million for coming on. Lovely to speak Cheers, to you. Darling. Bye-bye. Oh, um, she's so lovely. And poor Maisie. Like, I feel really sorry for that dog. I know, I'm sure there's people listening going, she bit a toddler. But Catherine's a really responsible owner by the sounds of things. And she's like, I understand why that happened. It was my fault. Like, I wasn't watching. But that dog is traumatised from a toddler pulling her ears and kicking her. Oh, my God. And look, as Catherine said, that baby was 15 months old. It didn't know any better. We had to explain it to her. But don't leave a child alone with a dog. Oh, oh my God. Poor Maisie and the poor toddler. Kate says, I have two dogs. I don't mind people petting them when I'm out for a walk with them or whatever. But if a randomer tried to give them a treat, I wouldn't accept that. I wouldn't mind if someone... It was someone that I know, but a randomer just, no, that is wrong. Yeah, I was out for a walk the other evening and uh, met someone I know with their dog. And when I was trying to go home, I had the treats out to, you know, get my fella to come home. And the other dog came over towards me. And as well as I know him and the owner, I was like, oh, is it okay if I give him a treat? And of course, it was okay and the dog was delighted. 
But treats, you can overdo it. And listen, um, as Gillian from the DSPCA was saying earlier on, you'll know all about it. They're so stinky. You can't be giving them that many treats. So I know people think maybe they're doing a nice thing, but always ask first. Lots and lots of messages coming in from dog lovers. I'd like to hear from you. Maybe you aren't a dog owner. You don't get this. Maybe you've approached dogs and been scolded for it as a result. Do you understand now or do you feel that maybe they were a little extreme? Let me know. I'm on 087-711-1038. Your thoughts, please. Uh, People are really divided on this giving other people's dogs treats situation. Daniel is next on the line. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Daniel, you have a dog? Yes, I do. What kind of dog? I have a border collie. Okay. So they're friendly. Yes, she's very friendly. She's very friendly. People love... Especially if you have a tennis ball. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Daniel, do people ever approach her um, or have ever maybe tried to give her treats? Well, there's people approach her, but no one's actually tried to give her treats, but I wouldn't be too bothered if they they did. If I asked, I could also ask them what the treat is, but... Okay. What do you think of of what happened this woman with her... Oh, sorry, the sausage dog actually was a listener. What do you think... uh, I don't know actually what type of dog this was that our listener was talking about originally, but they were approached, someone gave their dog a treat kind of on the sly. What do you think? Bit of an overreaction to get angry at it, I think. overreaction, okay. What if it had been something, though, that the dog was allergic to, Daniel? No, she didn't... There's always a way to a small, doesn't want to be too bad. Okay, if it was just a small amount of something. Yeah, it's not a... Not the end of the world? No. <laughs> okay, Daniel, lovely to speak to you. Thank you very much for coming no. on. Um, Daniel, you know, is pretty laid back about it. He's like, you know, people come up and say hi to my dog all the time. Just feels that maybe this was a bit of an overreaction. I don't know, I think if your dog is allergic to something, and you know, our listener said it could have been poison. Now... I don't know if someone would be brazen enough just to hand your dog poison, but unfortunately, we have heard lots of stories of dogs being fed things or, you know, of of being poisoned, of people leaving things out. And Angelina says, this happened to me with the dog that I look after. She's left this on Facebook and a picture. It's so scary. She says, this woman just put something into the mouth. I wasn't really happy about it and told her in not the nicest way. Unfortunately, we have a lot of dog haters in Switzerland. Oh, you're in Switzerland, Angelina. So I'm really careful. Things like this we see a lot here at the moment. And what she has shared are little bits of kind of Frankfurter sausages. And there's razor blades in them and nails. That is so scary. And I remember speaking to someone in the past on this show who had had things thrown into their garden, little bits of meat. And they shared it on Facebook because you could see in the meat was a black kind of substance. And that was poison. And honestly, I have never, it was so upsetting talking to this caller one day. I can't remember now how long ago it is. If anyone has experienced similar, I'm sorry to bring up bad memories for you, but I think people need to be aware of how common this is, of people leaving out rat poison is something that people leave out a lot. And people's dogs have died as a result. I know, as I said, I don't know if someone would be as brazen enough to walk up and hand your dog something. But dogs being poisoned is a massive, massive concern. Ash says on Twitter, people should always ask before petting other people's dogs. I have two dogs and one of them can get quite territorial when people she doesn't know approach her. You have to be watching her constantly in case people approach her. And yeah, I don't know if you heard Catherine earlier on, Ash. Um, Maisie, her sausage dog, is traumatised from an, an 
altercation with a toddler when she was very small. She had her ears pulled and she was kicked. And as a result, bit a toddler then years later. And Catherine was like, you know, this obviously imprinted on her brain after watch her like a hawk. Now they have their own personalities. They have their own feelings. But look, okay, everyone, a lot of people feel that this was an overreaction, but for the most part, dog owners are saying, no, you should always ask first. But just when it comes to um, poison and things being left out for dogs deliberately, is that something that has happened in your area? Let's make people aware of that today. I'm on 087-711-1038. Listen, I was just giving out yesterday about people who share horrific animal cruelty videos on their Facebook page and they pay, play automatically. Like I was only giving out about that yesterday and now here I am telling horrific poisoning stories on the radio. So be warned, this is a heads up uh, especially maybe if you have little ones with you, earmuffs, because we're just talking about giving dogs treats that they might be allergic to, but we kind of got a few messages in about poisonings as well, so just be warned. Carrie joins me on the line. Hi, Carrie. Hi, how are you? Carrie, I'm good, thank you very much, and thanks for coming on, because sadly, you guys experienced this. Yes, we did. What happened? Um, so I think it was, it was Paddy's day maybe five or six years ago, and we all used to ride horses so we were all gone off for the day and that the dogs were left at home and um, I came back home first and I found our lab puppy she was probably only seven or eight months old at the time and she was just on the ground like seizuring frothing at the mouth and everything and there was a tub like a brand new tub of uh, slug pellets like beside her and we obviously wouldn't buy them because we had dogs and everything at home so um, it was obvious she'd eaten that and our Jack Russell was also kind of trembling a little, but obviously she hadn't eaten too much and we brought her straight to the vet, but unfortunately then she passed that night, the Labrador pup. Oh, Carrie, that is just such a waste. I know. Gorgeous little life. I'm so sorry to hear that. It's okay. Um, oh. What yeah, happened, you know, just... did someone just throw them over the fence? They must, like, we live out in the country, but there's a lane that kind of goes along beside our house. But someone must have just thrown them in because it was like a brand new tub. Like it hadn't obviously been just like dumped. It was like brand new. And we, like I said, don't would never buy like rat poison or slug poison or anything like that because we have dogs and know that they could obviously eat it by accident. Yeah. Um, so someone, I don't know why, just threw it over into the garden. And unfortunately, the lab, being a lab, ate loads of it. That's it. Like they eat everything and they keep yeah. going. So she obviously yeah. ingested a lot of it. Yeah. Um, how was the Jack Russell? She was fine, thank God. We still have her. Um, she's alive and well today. But um, luckily, yeah, she didn't eat. She obviously didn't eat too much of it, so she was okay in the end. Oh, Carrie, I don't know if you feel this way, but like as a dog owner, you can almost cope with if you do something wrong, if you give them the wrong food, or you're the reason why something happens to them. You're like, well, look, do you know what? Like, I'm an idiot, and I feel really bad, and I'll make it better. But for someone else to do something and there's n- you've no control over it, that yeah. is just must have been so hard. No, it is. It was awful. Like, and it was so horrible that it was on. I don't know if they planned it for that day, but knowing that everyone usually goes out on Paddy's Day and stuff, that no one would be there to even catch them doing it or find her or anything like that. Um, so, you know, it is. It's awful. And like I work as a vet nurse, so you do see from time to time dogs that are poisoned and it's just awful. Like I don't know why people do it or what drives them to do it or I don't care if you hate dogs, like there's absolutely yeah. no need for that like whatsoever. No, I think the story we had heard before, I remember we got a mail about it and the girl came on, she was so upset, was that 
her dog had barked a lot. It was it was a big German Shepherd, and of course, like they have the loudest bark. Um, but she said, like, no one ever knocked on the door. No one ever came to them. They just threw poison in the back garden, and that was the end of it. And it's just the most horrific thing. Awful. Like, there's just no need for it whatsoever. Like, like you said, you can go to them and tell them, like, look, I don't appreciate your dog barking. Would you mind doing something about it? But, like, just to throw poison over the wall is just yeah. ridiculous. Really awful. Carrie, I'm so sorry about your dog. Thank you very much for coming Thank on you. and sharing No that. problem at all. Uh, you just can't be too careful. And I don't know, does that make sense what I was saying to Carrie about, like, if it's your fault, if you give them the wrong thing or you feed them something by accident and they get sick or they have their runs or they have to go to the vet, you're, like, you obviously feel awful, but it's, it's, it's been within your control and maybe you know better than how to fix it. Or at least you know what's happened. You know, um, if like if your dog goes off their food or there's something wrong with them and it's your fault, you can nearly figure out what it is. But you just have no idea what they've eaten, what they've ingested. If someone has done it deliberately, like that is so, so horrific to find them in pain like Carrie did. She was the first one home and the dog was seizuring. So, so sad. Sean has been in touch to say I have a Bichon freeze. He can eat anything, really, not just beef or beef treats. They don't agree with him. Um... Oh, sorry, he can eat anything, just not beef or beef treats. If a stranger tried to give him a treat without asking me first or telling me what it was, I would literally have a heart attack. There are still some horrible people out there, so you just never know what it could be. 100% agree with you. You wouldn't give a sweet to someone's child without asking first. And yeah, that's the thing. And sometimes if people have dogs on special diets, they might have special treats. And then if you want to give them a treat, they'll say, yeah, but you can take one of mine to give them, you know? Because dogs don't know. They don't understand Aoife says, my dog was dropped from a height by a neighbour's child when she was a puppy. She's been weird around children ever since. Therefore, if a child comes up to give my dog a treat she or she or and she bites the child or barks, the child's owner. I love that, the child's owner. I said that earlier on as well. The child's parent will then give out to me. So it's really annoying if a person comes up to the dog to pet her without asking because if my dog reacts badly, all of the blame will be placed on me even though they really should have asked. Yeah, um, my dog gets a lot of attention. And I always say, I, and people do ask, which I really appreciate. Um, and I always say, yeah, he loves to have his back rubbed. Because they do, you know, all dogs, they, they feel everything with their mouth. And so sometimes kids, you know, can feel a tooth and go, oh my God, it bit me. It didn't. But, and like kids who, like a toddler once approached our dog, I think I told the story before. And before I even had noticed she was coming she had his mouth open and her hand in his mouth and she was roaring laughing to herself but as her parents explained she had a, a similar type dog at home and she, she just associated him and she knew and he was loving it he was absolutely delighted thought it was the best thing ever but I always say to kids you know pet his back or he loves to have his tummy rubbed just somewhere where he can't get at them with his mouth and then you're not going to get in any trouble because people will always blame the dog Josh says, first people have to stop referring to dogs as fur babies. Uh, Josh, do you know what? I'm not a fan of that either. I do, listen, I'm a mad crazy dog lady, um, but I don't call him my fur baby. You're right. Someone had said fur baby earlier on. Firstly, people need to stop referring to dogs as fur babies. It's an animal treated as such. One treat is not going to ruin a dog's diet and it is highly unlikely to have been poisoned. Dogs sniff things before they eat it to determine if it's safe to do so. And yes, you do need to relax. Okay, Josh, not interested in our listeners' complaint. I do think though, Josh, until you've had a sick dog with um, projectile diarrhea, you have no idea 
how something can affect it so easily. And particularly certain types of breeds can have very, very sensitive stomachs. So listen, I, I, I think unless you have a dog um, or a dog maybe that has had stomach problems, you, do you know what? You don't know how gross it can be. But I do think it was highly unlikely this lady was giving the dog poison. But still, we've heard some pretty horrific poisoning stories today. There's lots of messages coming in. I would love to hear from you today. Would you have reacted the same as this listener who did not take it well when a stranger approached her dog and gave it a treat without asking first? Can you understand where she was coming from? And like I said, we've heard some pretty sad stories today, but let's make make people aware of maybe what to look out for And if there is an area near you where you know there's been poison left out, let us know so we can um, help, you know, prevent it happening to other dogs. Unfortunately, Carrie's wasn't so lucky. I'm on 087-711-1038. A little earlier on, I spoke to a lovely lady called Catherine from New Zealand who was, um, her accent was just the most incredible Kiwi accent. Rachel and I were like, it's so strong. She's been here for 13 years. But listen, that's not why she was on. She was telling us about Maisie, her sausage dog, who um, was traumatised when she was a puppy by a toddler who didn't know any better and unfortunately had been left unsupervised, and um, which is never a good idea, kids and dogs being left alone together, no matter how much you trust either of them. Uh, but Maisie had her ears pulled and was kicked. So as a result, she's quite nervous around toddlers and she bit a toddler, uh, which Catherine feels very bad about, um, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, she knows why Maisie did what she did. Catherine, I should have saved this till the end, right? As a happy kind of uplifting thing at the end. She's shared Maisie's picture on her Facebook page. Maisie Daisy Walding has her own Facebook account. Her father was a dash hound of the year. Three times cute as a button. Catherine, she is cute as a button. She is so gorgeous. And I know Josh isn't okay. He texted in earlier on with dogs being referred to as fur babies, but she's a fur baby. Uh, The reason I was saying we should have kept that till the end is because we're getting in still some horrific stories of um, dogs being poisoned. And Lauren has been in touch actually about cats in her area. So um, I think she said she's in Sandyford. Uh, She says, we have a problem with stray cats around my neighbourhood, although there's a massive problem with them breeding. They drive all the dogs in the mad row too. Well, mine anyway. But they tend to keep to themselves. However, someone started to poison the cats with antifreeze in order to get rid of them. It was horrific when I heard about the poor cats. And also we're in an estate where most houses have dogs. No one knew where it was happening from. So whenever dogs were out, we had to be wary of anything they went near just in case. No matter the circumstance, there's never an excuse to put an animal in deliberate pain. That's horrific. Um, and I, I near where I lived, there was a warning went up on a Facebook forum a couple of months ago about poison in the area. And it was just... So awful, you know, and, and it's just really terrifying what happens. Um, this listener says, Hi, my cousin had a husky who was the runt of the litter and had problems for, from a very young age with brands of food and what she ate. She was back and forward to the vet numerous times because she could not keep weight on her and every time she went out, she was coming home to vomit and had diarrhea in the garden. The neighbours put a complaint in about the dog and someone was out to check her and she explained the trouble she was having and they kindly helped her with the situation but it was still a puzzle as to why she was vomiting when nobody was at home. So she bought a cheap camera online and set it up and it turned out that the neighbour was feeding the dog over the wall with scraps and biscuits when nobody was home. Little did she realise she was making the dog sick and that's why the dog was losing so much weight. Some people need to mind their own business. It's very frustrating when they don't have to deal with the consequences they've caused. The neighbour was approached and the dog is now a healthy weight and is no longer sick. 
Oh God, the whole way through reading that message, I thought there was going to be an awful end to it. So I'm so glad there was a good end. Hannah's in Ballantyre and says, Hi Spin, I have two small dogs. We walk every day, sometimes twice a day in a local field in Ballantyre. We meet the same people with their dogs, most carry treats, but always ask me first, which is fine. However, one day a strange man approached my dogs who were a little behind me out walking. He was throwing what I thought were treats around so the pugs would go after them. I kept calling them back and they wouldn't come. So I ran back to them. Turns out he was throwing ham with poison pellets stuck in them. (gasps) My dogs were very lucky that day. However, I managed to call the guards after wrestling him to the ground. Stop it, Hannah. Sorry, don't poison my dogs or anybody's. Throw it at me, but not at them. Hannah. We need, I'm so out of time now, we need to revisit this. Hannah wrestled a man to the ground and called the guards for poisoning the dogs. Hannah, I'm so glad it worked out, but you could have put yourself in a lot of danger. But come here, like your pugs are very lucky to have you. That's amazing. Um, definitely, okay, we need to end it on a good note. Check out Maisie Daisy Walding on Facebook. Um, Catherine Sausage Dog, she is totes adorbs. Going to leave it there. I think this is something that we have to come back to is the poisoning because that it, we only got a few of them kind of towards the end. We were more talking about giving dogs treats at the beginning. So if, if poisoning animals is a problem in your area, let's raise awareness and tell people about it and we'll come back to it. I'm on 087-711-1038. Texas now. We'll get through all the messages and we'll revisit this on Spin Talk. Got to leave it there though. Steve K is next with Spin Hits. Have a great afternoon. This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.